Welcome to Six Pack Discussions, where Cody and Jared take on the biggest, most talked about headlines with logic, passion, and a six pack of beer. If you're listening, we challenge you to take an unbiased view of the world, because we know these conversations are complicated. So sit down, crack a beer, and welcome a new perspective. Conclusion. Um, so she was actually just sentenced uh, not too long ago with a nine-year prison sentence, uh, I guess up to 10, but uh, the Russian government decided on nine. Uh, and this is after she pleaded guilty a, uh, to the drug possession here in early July. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, <clears throat> before we get into it, what beer are we drink? Oh, let's see, today we are going to be drinking the, uh, what is it, Sessions Tropic Short Hop IPA? <laughs> short Hop IPA? And Tropic Short Hop IPA, I've never heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. Um, I actually, it's funny, not saying that we're the exact same person by any means, but I was looking at this exact beer. Because it caught my eye as well. It's a, in a bottle and in the palm tree, like like so, like man, it looks good. Right? It's fun. Yeah, well, it's a little four three guy. So yeah, hopefully it should be nice tame name. Nice tame team drinks for today's yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, as we're kind of teeing this up, guys, um, this has been in the news pretty heavily. Uh, maybe a little bit more here in Arizona because Brittany Griner is slash was. I don't I don't know what the proper tense there is on that. A um, a Phoenix Mercury player. For the WNBA here. So it is very prevalent here in the news in the Phoenix area. But yeah, so she's been detained ever since I believe February on possession of marijuana or THC, I guess more specifically. Yeah. Like um, an vape pen of some sort, right? Exactly. In in Russia. So um pretty pretty clear in that she broke the law in another country. Other country was like, Hey, can't do that. I'm gonna arrest your ass. So Yeah, and so real quick. For everybody who doesn't know who Brittany Griner is, she... Oh, uh, good. Yeah. yeah, right? Because, you know, I think you mentioned Phoenix Mercury. She's been in the WNBA as, you know, what, 10, 12 years now? Yeah, she, she was, was a stud at Baylor University, I believe. Yeah, 2009 was named the nation's number one high school women's basketball player by rivals. Um, she was selected in 2009 by the Phoenix Mercury, so she'd been on the same team her entire career, Phoenix Mercury. Which I think Phoenix Mercury is like one of the kind of bigger teams in the WNBA pretty much, right? Like, I, I don't know how many there are, but... I think there's like the 30? Okay. I think, yeah. I mean, I know I know the Mercury is always up there. Yeah, they're like one of the bigger teams. Um, she also, I, I think, is she not one of the only, if not the only basketball players that can actually dunk in the WNBA? Uh, yeah, consistently, yeah. She, she's, uh, you know, she's probably one of the top WNBA players. Like, I think she was just runner-up for the MVP last year, I believe. Yeah, so she, you know, being 10 years in, so she's definitely a veteran. In oh, the, yeah. She's not, like, within her, like, youth by any Yeah, no, she's a stud in, in the W. Yeah. Um. So she is, you know, let's say top top five every year ranked player. So she definitely has a name in, in the WNBA. Yeah. Um. Probably a top earner, I would imagine. She's a Nike-sponsored, you know, player. I mean, if she's not top, she's got to be top five or... Okay. Yeah. So, she went... What, what was she in Russia for? Wasn't she in Russia for kind of like a, an uh, off-season playing basketball or something? Exactly, yeah. She's playing Russian ball, uh, basketball over there. So, they have like a women's league that they invite other, uh, I guess, country, other, other players to, you know, make some side cash, it seems like. Yeah, and that's actually... Uh, a piece of that in that people said that it's actually our fault as Americans that she was even in Russia in the first place because she wasn't making enough money in the WNBA. Correct. Correct. 
That's interesting because I think some NBA players go and play in China and stuff. They will. They? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's not uncommon. Yeah, I know baseball players for uh, sure do I, that. I mean, and guys, you know, Brittany Griner, I don't have her salary. I, I bet she, I'd be shocked. Actually, I'm going to look that up. I bet she makes $500,000 a year. No, I bet I bet it's a million. No, I don't think NBA or WNBA players make that much. And, and you're looking non-endorsement deals, of course. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking. Okay. Yeah, just so, like salary. Average salary, 221000 That would be hers? Yep. So there you go. So five hundred thousand dollars would be a lot. So two hundred twenty-one, you said. Yeah, two twenty-one. I, I outside of endorsements because you know she does have quite a few. She's fairly outspoken. But yeah. yeah, for just for playing basketball, quarter million dollars. Okay, which and, is a lot of money. That's a. That's you're probably what top two percent, top three percent in America, and a little bit different too. WNBA, they're only playing what, thirty games a year. And so it's definitely an abbreviated season as opposed yeah. to the NBA. NBA, they're only playing about a third um, or a quarter of the games that the NBA plays. So. You know, for an NBA player, a million bucks a season is a good amount of money. Mm -hmm. So if you think about per game, she's probably earning, you know, now she is the top, which is a little bit less still, but for for the views that she gets, it's yeah. probably top dollar. Yeah, she she is paid what she's worth. Yeah, because WNBA doesn't attract the audiences or the ticket mm -hmm. sales no, as NBA not does. Even, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Um, so okay. you know what I find... I guess we're not in opinions yet. Let's let's wait a second. You want to tell a little bit about um, you know, the detention of her and when it all happened? Yeah, so the, the detention happened in early February. Okay. I believe February seventeenth is when that happened, around yeah, that time I had frame. February. Okay. And uh yeah, I mean she's she's been detained. You know, there's been uh, numerous talks about uh, you know, she was I guess promised at one point a conversation with her wife on her anniversary a couple months ago and the country is up in arms about how inhumane that the U.S. Embassy was for not patching the call through or something like that. I mean, there's been a couple of grievances, I guess, on the, I guess, this, the entire situation. I guess she really doesn't understand the language there in Russia. Um, so, therefore, she wasn't, you know, aware of any rights, if they, if she had any rights, you know, things like that. So, I mean, there, it doesn't sound like it's a good situation. I mean, I'm... I'm it's not exactly Russia's like known for being, you know, warm and fuzzy. And then all of a sudden you break their laws. And then, oh, by the way, it's not like, uh, you know, Russia and the U.S. are in the best standing. And then they do have a, a star for all intents and purposes in Brittany Griner. So I'm sure she's not being treated well. Uh, I mean, I, I feel for her. I, I hate it. Yeah, I bet you she's probably getting treated the same as anybody else. Like, I don't, I don't think they're giving her what, what you would say is star treatment. Like, you know, a lot of Americans... Um, you hear about these movie stars, or you hear about well, these. Well, no, no, who's the Maxwell? Um, Glazine, Glazine, yeah, Maxwell. Yeah, she now is at like a place where she can play tennis twice a day. Tennis massages, like yeah. th that's that's a star treatment prison. Yeah, and I don't think majority of countries don't have that type of deal where you know it's kind of like hey, you know, you're here for kind of white collar crime. You hear you're in a maybe a star treatment. Yeah. We're gonna put you in a little bit lower security type of prison. Yeah. I don't think Russia does that. I think Russia's like this. Hey, law broke. Done. You're in the same group as everybody else. Yeah. And somebody like Brittany Griner, who actually has brushed up against the law before, probably is not used to being treated the same as everybody else a little bit. She probably gets a little bit more preferential treatment. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say, you know, just given her, her size and stature, she's probably pretty recognizable. So I'm sure she's, you know, treated well at restaurants and bars and yeah. clubs around here in Phoenix. She's 6'9". Yeah, I mean, she's, she's huge. hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, she's hot, huge. Hard to miss. And in she's Phoenix, been, yeah. She's been in, in WNBA for a while. So um, very interesting to think, okay, well, I get arrested for something. 
And now I'm with a bunch of criminals in Russian prison. Real, real criminals. Russian prison. I think everybody knows what Russian prison is. It's rough. You know how hard it would be to not be able to communicate, though? I know. You're pretty much Because I'm silent. only assuming that she doesn't know Russian. You know, given the given the original problems that she, that she proclaimed of not being able to understand the rights and stuff like that. So um, that, that's got to be rough, man. So you've traveled abroad, right? I have. Yeah. I looked into this. How much work did you do to understand the laws that you would need to abide by while you were in that country to make sure you wouldn't go to jail or be arrested? How much work did you do? Not even a Google search. Hope I didn't hurt your point there. No, oh. no, it's interesting. So um, I, I do do that. Like we just went to Miami for a bachelor party. Yep. Right. I went there with 11 guys. I was thinking, oh God, I need to know at least a couple laws because I don't know Miami laws. And every city in America is a little bit different, to be honest. Like give you an example, open beverage. Open containers, yeah. Can you walk around Miami with an open can container? No. You know. Uh, I know in Key Largo, or no, I'm sorry, Key West and Las Vegas are the only two cities that I'm aware of. Exactly. Uh, also New Orleans. New Orleans, ah, you're right. Yep, yeah. New Orleans, yeah, Bourbon right. Street. So yeah. Miami, no, no, right? But it just says that it's extremely lenient. So it's not enforced, but mm-hmm. it's still illegal. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that means that, hey, you know what? If I see one of our guys, which, believe me, bachelor group, they think they can just walk out of the Airbnb. Laws don't apply to bachelor parties, yeah, maybe. They think they can have, you know, beers in pocket, and they can just crack it while we're walking down the street, and they're fine. For whatever reason, you know, there's just these, you know, they think they're in Vegas. And I'm like, guys, hey, just so you know, that's illegal. What? And so... It's weird. I, I did a little bit of research before I went there, and I kind of do. I'm not like trying to be crazy about it, but I knew I was going to go there with some crazy people. So I'm like, I need to make sure I know what's not legal and what's legal. Mm-hmm. So if you were Brittany Griner and you were heading, to, I'm just trying to figure out, get in her head. If you were going to Russia, would you, with the resources she has, because she's got trainers with her, she's got probably somebody on the team that kind of does some prep. Hey, just so you know, I'm a translator for Russia, mm-hmm. things like that. Do you think that there was anybody that told her that weed was illegal in Russia? Do you think she knew that it was illegal before going there? Uh, so this is purely speculation. Yeah, I'm just Do wondering. Do I think yeah. she knew? Yeah. I would say yes. Purely because it is not a federally legal substance here, and here being U.S., so it's reasonable to assume that you just go in assuming, oh, it must be illegal everywhere, unless you hear otherwise, like, i.e. Amsterdam. You know what I'm saying? 100%. So that's why I would just assume that she knew it was illegal. It, it would be like this. I think for, and this is where I kind of was thinking, I'm kind of coming from a similar spot to you. I was thinking, so we were getting on a plane to go to Miami, right? And I'm trying to think of it personally. I'm trying to figure this out. Right. We're getting on a plane. Would I crack a beer and try to walk through TSA security to get on my plane with a, a open beverage in my hand? I don't care if it's a freaking water bottle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So already, because we're crossing state lines, mm-hmm. that's the deal, right? In, mm-hmm. in, the, in America, yes, some states, Arizona being one of them, weed is legal, but federally, it's still illegal. You cannot travel with weed in your in an airplane. In, also across state borders. Yeah. Right? It, that's where it becomes illegal. We know that as Americans. And so I think that law specifically is kind of one of those ones like, okay, it's illegal here. I don't know for a fact it's illegal in Russia, 
but it could be. So that's where you kind of you can kind of stop the benefit of the doubt. I I believe. What do you think there? No, I I think you're 100 percent spot on in that. And I mean, why would you assume if it's not legal in your own state, if your own country rather? And we are known to be the most free. Granted, you know, with certain things, and especially, you know, over yeah. in Europe, you know. Some areas. They're European area, at least. Uh, they are a little bit more lenient on things. But we are known widely throughout the world that we are the most free, right? So why in the hell would you assume that you have more freedoms in a place like Russia? Yeah, Russia is one of those. It's not like you're going to, like, like you said, Belgium or Amsterdam or something like that. Okay, no, I think we're on the same page there. Second thing is it's prescribed. So I wonder if that changed the thought process for her yeah. like it's i don't know what's a drug that you get prescribed from a doctor vicodin vicodin painkiller yep okay um jared you have some vicodin in your back pocket from your maybe your back injury maybe an ankle injury whatever mm-hmm. it may be mm-hmm. do you think that you're going to be scrutinized if you're going to travel to texas tomorrow with that in your pocket if I'm traveling to Texas and that's in my back pocket, and I don't have my prescription on me or anything like that. I mean, well, it's, a, it's in a prescription vial. Yeah, Jerry okay, Jones. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure it wasn't in a baggie. Yeah. I would assume that that's okay. Yes. Okay. What about going to another country? I would look into it. I know. Yeah. It's weird, right? Okay. Vikings an interesting one. What about like a heart medicine? Like a, a like blood Clavix or something? Yeah. Like yeah. a blood thinner of some sort. Like that maybe you would say no. Like you're like, oh, this is, should be legal, right? I, I would assume it's for my health. Maybe the Vicodin is too, right? It's kind of weird, right? Like I, I, everyone kind of has a different line of where they would draw that. And I'm just wondering if, now, giving her the benefit of the doubt, I'm wondering if she truly believed that that prescription that she had, that little thing that said, hey, Brittany Griner prescribed on January 12th, mm-hmm. 30-day supply weed. Mm-hmm. If she thought, hey, this is for my doctor, I should be able to take it. You know, Valid, uh, assuming it's American doctor. Yeah, it is Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of interesting kind of thing about that, right? Because you said Texas, no problem, right? Going to Vicodin. It depends on your, I guess, but point of view. That's not even legal in the U.S. to travel across state, state lines. lines with medicinal and or recreational marijuana. marijuana. That would still be illegal. And, and I, I don't. I, I, see, even, I see. I see the parallel that you're trying to draw there. Yeah. I, I respect that, but it's one of those things, man. Where it, it's it's interesting. It, it's really interesting to see people's stances on this. Actually, yeah. I mean, and I look at. It, I'm like, okay. Uh, this was in like a vape pen of some sort. Not being a person that smokes from a vape pen, not a person that smokes marijuana. I look at the whole vape pen situation when it has weed in it as kind of a way to be inconspicuous. Yeah. Is yeah, that, is that a proper way to say that? No, I would say that. You're, you're trying to almost hide it because, you know, it is common, you know, people like with a, the jewel or shit yeah. like that. So, yeah. It's almost like you're kind of like, hey, I don't want anybody knowing that I'm smoking weed, but I'm smoking weed. Yeah, like I, I would agree with that, right? Like, there's a difference between some you know picking up a joint and smoking it, or picking up a bong and smoking it. But if they're doing a vape pen, it's kind of like, hey, I'm doing this kind of on the DL. What do, what do you think about that? So, hold on, I, w- I do want to push back on that point a little bit because I actually, in my personal belief, at least, I view it as they're actually a bit a little bit more courteous doing it in a vape pen. Dude, you've been around marijuana, I'm sure, right at various parties. That shit stinks. 
Yeah, but you still get the smell from a vape pen. I think a no, bit. not as much. But you, it, it, that's what I'm saying. I think you're uh, you're a lot. You're actually being more courteous because you still get the same effect as the as the smoker, but yet you're exhaling. I don't know from a chemical makeup standpoint, yeah, but I'm talking about from an odor standpoint. It's definitely a lot more pleasurable. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a pleasurable scent, but it's a hell of a lot more tolerable. I guess is what I should have said. Yeah, but I'm wondering if that's kind of the idea to be inconspicuous is that they're kind of like going under the radar because they're like oh that guy doesn't smell like weed he's not smoking weed or that girl so i'm just wondering if if that's yeah, a, I'd actually a be curious to, to ask someone that that regularly vape pens vape, weed i don't know what the right terminology vapes is. I, like weed. A, I felt like, like kind of a weirdo saying vapes weed. i don't know i don't know but I, I i would actually i'm going to go on a limb here and say i actually think the person is being more courteous no i'm not saying they're being like, okay so you think they're being so courteous. i don't think i don't think it's trying to deceive or be oh. inconspicuous to your term that's where i'm going to push back because i almost view that as having malintent yeah so i do it's funny because whenever i travel i notice that some people smoke those little vape pens on the plane have you they ever seen that clearly say no e-cigarettes no tobacco. yeah but i think they do because no one really notices like i've watched people do it i'm like this i don't think that's allowed dude i i've traveled fairly frequently you've never seen it never seen that on a plane oh yeah oh yeah that's so crazy. I've, ne- I've never seen that on a plane. I was thinking, I'm like, is that allowed? I was like, is this like a new rule? And I was like, I looked it up. I was like, oh, that's illegal still. So I was just wondering, I'm like, oh, people are doing the whole vape thing because it's a little bit less, like, no one knows what you're kind of doing. Like, no, it, valid point, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know? I, I, I get that. I think it's so new. Okay, moving on from that, at least. Um, wanted to get that out there. I know you already opened up your second beer. I think I'm ready for my second one here a second soon. I want to open this one up too for you a little bit. Um, go over some Russian laws because I don't think anybody knows what the Russian laws are around this. And I know you already said it's against Russian law. So Russia is a different country, guys. Um, so they don't abide by American laws, of course. Um, they have more people per capita than any other European country currently inca- incarcerated for drug offenses. So they are very, very strict on drug offenses. Um, they even call it, or I guess, people that are against it Call it the, um, I don't know what they want to say. I don't want to say the word iconic, but there's Article 228 is within their constitution. It's all about the illegal acquisition, storage, transportation, making, processing of any type of narcotic drugs, psychotropic substances, or some type of analogous, which I don't know what that word means. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. And essentially says, hey, if you are doing any of those things, um, you shall be punishable with a fine in the amount of 40,000 rubles, which, I don't know, what's a ruble to a dollar? Oh, dude, the million rubles is like $16,000. Yeah, so it's pretty small, I think, um, you know, in comparison. Like, it sounds like a lot, 40,000, you know, rubles. Um, Okay. Or in the amount or wage of salary or income of the convicted person for up to three months. Well, that's interesting. Oh, that's kind of an interesting way to say So if you can't pay the fine, we're going to charge you three months' pay. Um, if they decide, the judge decides not to fine you, but also they could do this. This is very interesting because we don't do this type of stuff. Compulsory work for a term of 480 hours. Hmm. Kind of like the old gulag yeah. type model, yeah. right? Uh, or by corrective labor for a term of up to two years... Restrictions of all liberties up to a term of three years, deprivation of liberty for the same term, or prison sentence up to 10 years. 
which I think is what you mentioned earlier. So they have a lot of kind of ways that can punish you for this. I guess the judge has a lot of different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's really interesting about that, you know, is as far as you going as far as to uh, research maybe laws in, in mm-hmm. Russia. Have you been to Goodyear here in Arizona? Um, yeah, or of course. To there, through there? Yeah. Right? I, I know this isn't kind of your habit and you don't chew tobacco or anything, but do you think you maybe ever spit in the city of Goodyear? Probably. Okay. Did you know you could have been fined up to $2,500 according to the city law? Spitting on public? Spitting. You cannot spit in Goodyear without facing consequences. The little uh, subtext is spitting is gross and it seems like the folks in Goodyear agree. However, they take the law a bit too far, a bit, a bit far by instituting a fine up to $2,500 under articles one through eight of their city code. Real quick. Did you know that and you looked that up? Nope. As you were going through Russia law, because it's one of those things, man, where that's, you're bringing up interesting points as far as knowing your laws, whether it's, you know, researching in Miami. Uh, Now, of course the spitting one, I think it's, I think it's kind of ridiculous, but it is a law. So how much research should you do? Either going abroad or going to a different city, going to a different state? Yeah, I think everybody should probably know the laws in their area that they generally live and then try to apply those to everywhere they go as strictly as possible, right? So if I'm going to travel someone, like, for example, how many times have we went to Mexico? Plenty of times, right? I've went as, you know, personally with family and things like that, probably a couple dozen times maybe at this point in my life. So Mexico, guys, we're in Arizona, three-hour drive away, easy deasy. Now, firearms are illegal in Mexico. I think most Arizonians know that. If you get pulled over with a firearm in Mexico, you're going to jail. I know that, and I think most Arizonians know that. But I would never think that I should get preferential treatment because I'm like, oh, I didn't know that, and I'm in Mexico. Yeah, ignorance is an excuse to the law. That's where it gets a little funky, right? Where you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. and we're kind of getting into our second beer here. Yeah. Should, Should that be a excuse is ignorance and let's let's introduce our beer for you answer yeah man so guys as i uh as i introduced this earlier it's a uh, four peaks brewing it's their session tropic short hop ipa um kind of a fun just a real chill actually not very arizona-y at all for being a four peaks uh logo you know with a little palm tree uh, little hops hanging from the palm tree which is kind of fun and a little secluded island in the middle of the ocean it's, it's super, pretty cool man super caribbean looking you got hops hanging from the palm tree instead of coconuts it's got to be the least arizona logo i've ever seen there's nothing going on here that says arizona it's it's like caribbean up to uh, it including the cloud minus the sun <laughs> there's nothing that says arizona here yeah and i see mango pineapple and i don't even know what that word is sessionable is that even a real word sure that do we even be- grow mangoes or pineapples here in arizona I don't think there's, so. There's nothing on this bottle minus the no. word Four Peaks that says Arizona. So That's it funny. is a bottle instead of a can, guys. Um, what do you think about it? What's your first take on uh, the taste, man? Dude, man, I, I actually want to go back and listen uh, to a few of our past episodes because I feel like I've been in a rut lately with giving three fives and three sixes, and I think that's going to fall right in here. I'll give it a solid three five. I. I don't think there's anything to remember about this beer. I don't think there's anything to forget. I, I would order it again, but this isn't a, a need to have. I think this is a solid drinking beer, but 
Yeah, I feel like I've been in a rut, man. Last three fives and three sixes. I think it's a four zero. I think it's a good beer. Wow. Yeah, I think it's a good Dude, beer. I don't think I've given a four zero since Mango Mango Cart. Mango Cart, yeah. Well, no, bought- Mango Cart was three nine. I gave it a four zero for you. You get you did three nine. I think I did. Yeah. Dude, I actually <laughs> buying a six pack of that. Oh, so maybe you need to. Well, Dude, maybe, maybe I might need to do a little course correction. I think yeah. I would go at least four zero. It was good, right? Dude, anytime I'm in the mood for a juice, man. <laughs> Go for a mango card. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, um, so back, guys, to, back to Tropic. I'm 4 on Tropic, short I, uh, wow. hop IPA. I Man, think. you really like it then. Yeah, I like it. I, I think it's a, I think it's a solid 3.5. I don't dislike it. I yeah. just, there's nothing that I will remember this beer by. And that's where I'm at. So, what I like what I like about it is it's not super ipa yes. Yeah. Right? I feel, I haven't converted you over the year. Mm, it's good, right? But it's not super IPA. But they also don't overkill it with the pineapple and mango with this one. Like it tastes like you got little, little little hints, little hints of sugary tan taste. But overall, for a beer that's trying to be tropical, I think they do a great job. So shout out Four Peaks, good job. Four O on my end. You said three five. Yeah, dude. Okay. We've had so many beers over the last year. Fifty. I, don't know, I think this is fifty five. Fifty five times six different. Was that three hundred thirty? Yeah, three hundred thirty. Right. <sighs> 380. Yeah, 380. Wow. <laughs> That's all I've had, too. I didn't have another one after that. Nope, right. just on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so now that we are in our second beer, uh, I'm sorry, you had a question for me? I'm, I yeah, apologize. I, had a, I, I forgot. had a question. Um, I, I mentioned the ignorance thing. I think you actually said it. I said, Oh, yeah, yeah. Should should, should that ignorance. ever, yeah, sh- should no. there any be any leniency? No, no, no. no. It, do you know how slippery of a slope that is? Let's say the cartel. Uh, we're in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Cartel's not exactly geographically too far from us, right? Uh-uh. Let's just say all of a sudden they're coming to Arizona and they didn't know it's against the law to slaughter people here in our land. Do, do you see what a what a horrible, horrible thing lawyers, good lawyers could do with that precedent? Ignorance? Yeah, ignorance is one of those things that... I know I took it to an nth degree there, yeah. but I, no, I, I don't think you can tolerate that, man. I don't think you can tolerate that. Well, you also get the whole thing of, you know, age matters and all of a sudden, because of course you're 18. Why would you know that it's illegal to kill somebody? You know, it's one of those things that's like, why would you know? You can't, you can't do that. I, I agree with so you. On the do, you do you want to talk a little bit more on the sentence? Yeah. Nine years. So I want to, I want to actually get into I was not only going to get into uh, my opinion on her case, but how we treat people with drugs in America and, and how the uproar is very fascinating. I don't know if you kind of found this odd, but we have gotten very upset with Brittany Griner specifically having a being arrested for uh, possession of, of, of weed, yet we have millions of Americans right now before she was sentenced today, but we have millions of Americans right now that are in prison for the exact same charge. I don't hear anybody up so, in, in hands about that. So it's actually really funny that you said that because today, up to and including the president of the United States. Here, let me. What did she? What did? What did he say? He said today, American citizen Brittany Griner received a prison sentence a prison sentence that is one more reminder of what the world already knew 
Russia is wrongfully detaining Brittany. It's unacceptable, and I call on Russia to release her immediately so she can be with her wife, loved ones, friends, and teammates. Now, I, I know you said I know you said millions, but I don't know if you were talking about all drugs, but I actually looked up, uh, according to Forbes at least, an estimated 40,000 people oh. are incarcerated for marijuana specifically. So I don't know if your millions, it's, it's probably all drugs, yeah. but for marijuana specifically, which is obviously the THC is the active ingredient in marijuana, which, yeah. which she had, 40,000. So the president of the United States is calling for essentially an injustice and she needs to be home with her wife immediately. But yet 40,000 people are in jail for relatively the same crime. And then what's really funny is, so the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, so the Phoenix Mercury is the, the WNBA team that she plays on. Posted something on Twitter. It's this uh, nice little, uh, you know, um, uh, digital ad, if you will. And it says, uh, we all knew it was never the legal process that was going to bring our friend home. Today's verdict is a sobering milestone in the 168-day nightmare being endured by our sister, BG. We remain heartbroken for her, as we, have our, as we have every day for nearly six months. We remain grateful to and confident in the public servants working every day to re- return her to her family and to us. We remain faithful, and the administration will do what it takes to end her wrongful detention. We are inspired every day by BG's, BG's strength, and we are steadfastly committed to keeping her top of mind publicly until she is safely back on American soil. We will not allow her to be forgotten. We are BG. So I thought that was interesting. And then I went on and I continue seeing that the both the NBA and WNBA commissioner have said very similar messages. Like they are uh, distraught. They're heartbroken. They can't believe that this is happening. I was like, oh man, man, they're, they're, they're pretty serious. But yet, in the both the NBA and WNBA, marijuana is listed as a banned substance, and you'll be penalized if it is found in your system. So that's why it's it's really frustrating, for lack of a better term, that all these people, these social justice warriors, are forgetting about our own laws and our own people that have spent... So wait, in the WNBA and in the NBA, you if, can't smoke weed. If marijuana is found in your system, you will be suspended. Facts. Happens every freaking season. Okay, now I'm really confused. Yes, I did not stutter. In the WNBA, where she is employed, is paid a quarter million dollars a year, you cannot have marijuana in your system. Now, what if it's prescription like she had? You cannot have marijuana in your system. (sighs) There's been been, uh, fights and arguments with the NFL about this for pain management, all that shit. You cannot have marijuana in your system despite the fucking commissioner being this social justice warrior guys he has ability to change it tomorrow yeah to literally today not tomorrow today tonight so okay this is dude great point you brought up here this is fantastic because it it states the two-facedness two-facedness i don't know sure i think it's work yeah Yeah. we're making two-facedness of what people want others to think and what they actually do with their actions. And it sounds like the WNBA, the NBA and you know all these people they actually care about having 
substances in, in their athletes' bodies. Yeah. They actually care. They're like, no, we're not going to allow cocaine, yeah. marijuana, yeah. all these things. Like, okay, that again, I'm not trying to get into that argument right now. That's right? a separate argument. A separate That's argument. A We've already had it, I think, right? Yeah. Do it if you want. I don't care. But if there's a rule in place or a law in place, I can't... You have to abide by it. Otherwise, you get preferential treatment. And we're not... We're not monarchies. We're not kings. We're not queens. We're th- those people that are outside of the law. We mm-hmm. are all within the law. Yeah. So that's a functioning society. Exactly. Well functioning society. So you can't have like the best of bolts here where where certain people, you know, just do what they want. Because if everybody just did that, all of a sudden we wouldn't have civilization. So it's it's one of those weird things. It's like you have the rules, change them if you want to, and then you can complain a little bit. But it's still another country. Where, no, where do your laws stop? No, I, I agree with you, man, 100%. And it, it really frustrated me. Really frustrated me to see the commissioners, the president, and the hypocrisy displayed. These Each commissioner for the WNBA and the NBA have levied hundreds of games collectively as punishment. Millions of dollars in pay between the NBA and, and WNBA for lost game wages. Really? Oh, a thousand percent, dude. It happens every season. See, guys, you guys are, I'm clearly not in the loop on this. I, I didn't know people were getting suspended for weeks. Every freaking season. Every season. This makes it, it so. And, and that's why I'm like, hold on. I, so do you, en- do you endorse the behavior or do you, are you trying to incentivize not to do that behavior? Uh, that's where I, I, I'm, I'm truly disgusted. And, 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 the, and with, President Biden, I, I really didn't understand that, that he wants to get a, her safe. Look, I am not for any American to, to be, you know, detained or, or whatever. You know, I, I want, they're still an American. They're still on my home team. Yeah. If they broke the law, damn it, you know, get them on my soil. That way I n- at least know that they're being, you know, detained properly. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm weird about that. Well, the weird thing is, is if I go to France right now and go shoot somebody in the street. Mm-hmm. Is that a like France needs to take care of me? Like they yeah. need to, like I, I'm I their agree. prisoner. I agree, but I'm like, all right, France. I want to respect your government, but you know, take them over here. I'll put them in prison and all that stuff. That's what I want, man. I want my yeah. home team in my home field here in America. Yeah, but the problem there is, is that we would say the exact opposite, and we've done that. That's why we have places like Guantanamo Bay. When somebody comes here in America and they hurt an American, what do we say? Yeah, it's our guy. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take care. Oh, of I know. I'm I'm so not. You, yeah. I agree. I'm being yeah. a little hypocritical. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So uh, what I say is, hey, you know what? There's a reason we have countries. There's a reason we have different laws. There's a reason we did have different jurisdictions. If you decide to, you know, even state to state, if you do a crime somewhere else, they're like, hey, you hurt one of our people. Mm-hmm. We're going to take care of our people just like we would do in America. So I get it. I know what you're trying to say is that I'm, I want to make sure that Americans have preferential treatment a little bit, but we wouldn't expect that from other, we wouldn't give that to other countries. I agree. I, I will backtrack what I said. Okay. I, I still think that, but I will also agree that I'm a little hip, hypocritical. Okay. In that, you know, I think you you outlined a prime example in Guantanamo Bay. You're, yeah. you're completely spot on there, but yeah. maybe that's, I'll admit I'm wrong, but I, I, I still think that. 
so now, let me give you an example of one real okay. quick because right. this is interesting. I I, I, I kind of forgot about this, and I think this is a fantastic, interesting, not fantastic, but this is very interesting. So right now we have this gentleman named Victor Bout. Oh, are you talking about the merchant of death? <laughs> I sure am. So we're talking about um, this gentleman who is a Russian citizen. His name is Victor Bout, as I mentioned, also known as the Merchant of Death. Russia says we want him back. He is a good uh, Russian citizen. We think that you know he's you know somebody that we need on our side. We've we've detained him and he's been in prison for the last 20, 30 years or whatever it is, um, because he decides he he's a, he's a an arms dealer. Mm-hmm. He sells weapons, missiles bombs and he got in a lot of trouble um because he would trade also to both sides of a lot of conflicts he was one of the what you could say capitalist in the arms dealers like hey if both people need bombs to kill each other i can be the guy that supplies I got both i got the bombs <laughs> <clears throat> so uh he, he's an interesting fellow for sure and we've we've had him in prison and i think he's bound to be out in 2029 so he's got another seven years on his 30-year sentence or so and and a lot of americans are saying we we should trade him for britney Griner, yep the merchant of death and in your scenario he, russia should already have him and in that's my, in my hypocritical yeah scenario correct. and and i think you kind of walk back a little bit now that we're talking about this and i'm like hey i'm not agreeing i don't i think we should have him like he, he's killed americans he's sold he hasn't personally i was say he, he he sold weapons illegally to people that killed americans okay ah, he's a bad guy we're gonna keep him here we're gonna put him in whatever prison lock him up cool that's where i'm at mm-hmm. i don't think i don't and this is a, a a worth thing, which sounds so sucky. I don't... Oh, I, I'll go there in my next point. So yeah, okay. whatever you say, I promise you I'll go worse. Okay. I don't think his worth is worth trading to anybody. That's where I'm kind of thinking. Like, I don't even know if... He, I don't think Americans should ever be... Like, even if the president, to be honest. Like, once we start doing that, we open up a door of Pandora's box. Dangerous, dangerous precedent. Exactly. And, and that just sounds bad. <laughs> what, what was your next point? Yeah, I, I think you went really mild. Um, you know what really bothers me, man? Bothers me to my core. And look, this is wrong. And and I know there are certain people of the belief that saying, hey, you know, you fight, and by you, I mean our, our U.S. military, you fight for the right to protest. You fight for people to kneel for the flag freely. You fight for all these behaviors yeah. good or bad patriotic or unpatriotic you 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 do fight for that freedom mm-hmm. and while i i think i can confidently say i reluctantly agree with that it, i understand what our our brothers and sisters in arms and our veterans that 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 say that i get because it is true but it still doesn't mean that i like whenever i see the flag or our country being um dishonored Disrespected. disrespected, yeah. That's the beauty of America. And it's it's so too it's too so two sided to your point, right? Where you're like, we have people that care so much that they're willing to put their life on the line for it. 
for somebody that doesn't care as much about the idea of America. So I get it. I get exactly where you're coming from. It's such a, I'm sure so many people in our military, so many people in public service, so many people that care about America are in such a weird position to say exactly what you just said, where they're like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to protect what America values, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I have to protect the people that don't care. I know. Weird. It, it It's hard. So- what I what I thought while I was in the uniform is different than what I can now say as a civilian. Well, yeah. So I'll say it. Um, with that being said, this is this is what's really difficult for me. Is this is a woman who refused to even come out of the bubble there in Florida to to games when the national anthem was being played. Oh, to stand for the flag yeah. and the national anthem. And, and then, you know, she kind of backtracked and said, look, you know, my father was a cop for 30 years and a Vietnam veteran. And, and I get that. And I respect her, respect the hell of her dad for that. But what was her reasoning for? Was she, was she on? She thought that the Star Spangled Banner was written in a time where black people were not viewed as equal, viewed as Americans. And so she did not want to support a song being played before a sporting event, which is kind of na- national Best practice, if you will. Hell, I remember as a kid, it, my Pee Wee football games, National Anthem being played. Like, it's just kind of a thing. Um, so, yeah, she was not going to be present on the court while the song was being played. Mm. And she's now writing back to that same country that she was ashamed of. To help her. To help her. And then our response to trade the merchant of death with her release, when's the last time that you've heard of a merchant of death being willing to negotiate for, maybe say a POW, someone, some young woman or young man who wrote a check up to and including their life. When's the last time we've ever willing to negotiate with another publicly negotiate? At least I know, you know, backdoor deals happen. I get that, but publicly negotiate with another country that we don't necessarily agree with. We're not on the best of terms with, but we're willing to do that for a basketball star that shit on our country two short years ago. But yet we don't do that for our own troops who defend that right for her to shit on our country. That bothers me, man. That bothers me to my core. And I know I'm going to get shit. I, I don't know which one of our friend groups, you know, listens to our podcast. And I know we have a couple in our friend group that we see on a regular basis that, that feel very differently about Brittany Griner's situation. And I'll gladly defend my position, but that's where I stand, man. That really bothers me. Our response. No, that's interesting. Um, you're saying, hey, you you know, it's weird. We're talking about how she kind of disowned her own country, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you're saying. Is like, she's like, I'm, I am. She's almost embarrassed to be an American. Yeah, she's embarrassed about it. And I, I go back, I always try to, you know, me, I'm a big analogy, metaphor guy. I always, I'm like thinking, okay, what would this be like for me? Because I'm not going to disown America. I'm, I'm, I am very happy with what America has provided me, my family, my, my parents, everybody, right? And I think, okay, what about my family? Like, if I just told my family, no, I don't want to be around you guys anymore. You know, you know what? You've never given me anything. And then the Christmas comes around or whatever comes around where I now expect a gift or I expect, you know, I lost my job and I expect a bed. Or, you know, one of those things where you're like, now I, now I need your help again. You know, it's one of those things I was like, man, 
how would I feel after I just did all that to my family and, and told them that, I, that I, I hated them or I disrespected them or I didn't think that they helped me ever in my life or if anything, they kept me down. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, a year, four, five, ten years later, whatever it is, I come back for a little bit of help because you know what? Unfortunately, that's how it works. Everybody needs help at one point in their life. And she's in a spot right now where she needs a little bit of help. And I'm not saying, of course, we're trying to do anything to not help her. But I bet there'd be a lot more people that would want to help her if she didn't do what you just said. Mm-hmm. If she was if she was patriotic, if she was like, hey, I love America. What America, you know, opportunity has provided me. You know, it may not be perfect, but it's pretty dang good. I bet they're, 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 she may not be there. And, and I'm just wondering if it kind of disabled her ability to get out because she's, she kind of, you know, what do you say, burn bridges? I think it's fair to say. She kind of burned some bridges almost, you know, with some Americans, not all Americans, of course, and not the government and all people like that, but it's almost like you're burning bridges. Um, again, I, I don't know if that matters to the whole thing because she did still do something illegal in another country. And, and unfortunately, we're not, you know, I, I think it's so. No wonder when you go to another country, Amer- you know, Americans are kind of a little bit like, eh, you're American, oh, you think you're special. Yep, because we do. And unfortunately, she kind of thinks she's special. She's like, I'm American, I shouldn't have to abide by your laws. And that's where I fall back on. I'm, I'm trying to be very like, hey, legally, she's doing something illegal. It's it's against our laws. Yep, you got a penalty. Um, But dude, I like, I like your perspective on... She, I didn't know the whole... Being national anthem thing, yeah. I know yeah, a lot of people her, were doing uh, the kneeling. Yeah, twenty twenty. No, no, no. So she there was kneeling in the NFL. Up. No, she she literally would not be on the court. She would not be present for a song that just talks about you know America. It's like yeah. a national anthem. It's like I'm sure Russia's national anthem is not good either, and she was probably there for that. Yeah, she's getting that shit blared in her cell every night. I'm sure. Well, they probably do that. I bet stuff. honestly. Oh my god! Like a conformist standpoint. They probably do, uh, what's that called, uh, re-education? Oh, shit, you're probably right. So, all right, now I, I think we got our opinions, you know, pretty pretty ironed out. And I think I, I think I was, you know, pretty heartless. And I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just you know, speaking my mind. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm flexible here. Third beer in here. Do you want to talk about the actual sentencing? So, actually, I want to talk about that and also just general laws around the exact same penalty. Yep. I personally think it's rough. I, I think it's harsh. I agree. I think it's harsh. I think nine years is way too freaking long. So it's within it's within their law. I know it's up to 10. ten. Yep. <clears throat> I think it's harsh. And I also I want to take a step back and just look at America. I think we talked about this on one of our episodes. You know, we're at that <laughs> point. What haven't we talked about? <laughs> I think we're going to get to that point where, you know, the first 10, we're like, we know exactly what the 10 were. First 20, uh, I think I know about like 15 of them. After we're at that, 50? Yeah, we're at that point where we're like, I think we did this conversation. Yeah. We did one about drugs and, and legalization of all of them. And and I think we were at the kind of the point like, hey, do I care what you do in your own house? Nope. I think we're kind of at that same point. Now, unfortunately, we're still in Arizona. We're still in America. We can do that with our own laws. We can't do that with France, Germany, Australia, Russia. Hell, you know how many countries we couldn't have this podcast in? 
with how many status quos and norms and political opinions and, and political stances that we challenge have you on a weekly said, basis? Have you ever said anything bad about our leaders? Yes. Yeah. Guess what? That's illegal. On both sides of the fence. Yeah, exactly. And that's illegal probably in 50 countries. Oh, I, dude, I head think chopped off. Ball in it, man. Maybe I was trying to be just conservative. Yeah, that's right? only twenty five percent of the yeah. countries in the world. Exactly. Shit. So I think at least hundred countries. So we're in a very, very unique spot, right? Of course, being in America. Um, but when I look at the nine year sentence, and also all the Americans that have been put in jail or prison for uh, substance possession, <sighs> I, I look at it. I'm like, I don't know if there should be even a sentence. Um, I, I do think there probably should be some type of penalty for people that are distributing, people that are selling illegally and things like that. Um, if you're just a user, a general user, just like me and Jared right now, we're drinking a beer right now in our room, in, in a room. I don't think that's illegal, and I don't think any drug, if we would decide to use a drug here that does not impede anybody around us, I don't think that should be illegal. 100% agree. Right? No, and, and dude, the nine years, I think, is wildly harsh like i don't think it should be any more than a couple of months if they had a penalty what do you think i don't even know if a couple months is is justified exactly give give them a fine whatever that's all you really want is the revenue come on right like i mean they're cost yeah find the shit out of her and let her home so that is my official stance Mm -hmm. everything that i've said is my disgust and my disappointment i guess is based off of the fact that we are willing to to, to, to trade a warlord essentially when I've never seen an article like that made this public of willing to do this horse trading for our own American men and women from a soldier's standpoint, yeah. or a, a U.S. military standpoint. That's where I get pissed. I think I agree. Like, hey, you know what? Finer. Make her do some community service or something. Sure. Cool. Sure. Make, her, make her do, uh, you know, rehab or yeah, yeah, yeah. make her, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, but nine Years, yeah, it should be like nine weeks max or something sure. like that. I'll right? go nine weeks. Yeah. I, I, I can Whatever, like, I'm just trying to make it easier. But also, I want our current administration with the very vocal stance that he and his team have taken in regards to wanting Brittany back home, safe and sound with her family, American soil, blah 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 blah, blah all that stuff. I want him to look at our own laws then, because there's forty thousand Americans that did exactly what they did, and he has the op- he he can pardon all forty thousand tomorrow. Now yeah. that would be an interesting stance. That would be that. That's a way to kind of say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to fix this." I think actually that'd actually be probably the best stance rather than trading people. I think there's actually people. I think there's actually a law right now on the House floor from or Senate floor from uh, Chuck Schumer from New York. Okay, he's actually looking at uh, decriminalizing marijuana. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think it's actually I think it's gotten a little bit more. Um, more traction traction as of the britney grammar case it's like hey are we actually doing so so again because i'm not for the president making yeah, I mean, any type of know, laws never, never let a good uh tragedy go to waste right yeah classic politician move right 100 percent. like hey we're gonna look good we're gonna help out britney griner does that really help her no but it's going to essentially say hey we're gonna decriminalize and probably i don't know how you do it like how do you decriminalize something and also like make Dude. people that already where I stand on the whole pardon thing, we can actually, that could actually potentially be a podcast in and of itself. From, oh, yeah. From should you even power. have that a power? Yeah. Man, we should, we missed out on the executive branch. Yeah. Talking about, I don't think I mentioned pardons. I don't think you did either. But, anyways, we can talk about that on a different episode or yeah. a different subject. But I think that would be a really interesting move if Biden just said, you know what? 
Fuck you, Russia. I'm pardoning 40,000. So, you know, one thing, and we got some, still a little bit of time, but one thing we didn't talk about is Brittany Griner, she's kind of brushed up against the law a little bit in the past. Yeah? You don't yeah. know about this? I'm not up on this one. Yeah, so I guess she'd been married twice. Uh, so her first wife. Oh, uh, spouse abuse, right? Yeah, her first Domestic wife, her and her first wife got into like a big fight bruises, fists thrown and everything and domestic abuse, you know, it was called police. I guess they were both put into, you know, the, the, the fight tank for like a, a couple days or something like that. Um, she's not known, you know, she, she's, you know, she went up against the law a couple of times in America and she's gotten, you know, out of it and everything yeah, like yeah. that. Of course, because of a position, maybe it was just a spousal type of situation, but, you know, she definitely beat up because um, she's just a big, bigger gal. She beat up her last wife a little bit. And I don't know if that's happened. I think there's rumors of her happening with her last, her current wife. But uh, just kind of says like, hey, I always think about, you know, are we trying to protect, you know, the, the people are that are protecting the right person? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this a situation where we're trying to help a person that already kind of is a problem in some cases or are we mm. or are we trying to just help somebody that's maybe very vocal or has a, a position of power to some extent i don't ever want to make sure that we're bending laws for people that already have power you know what i'm saying i see your point man i, I definitely see your point i don't really know how to answer that though i know because unfortunately good bad or indifferent you know they're just Certain things because, you know, laws are enforced by people. People are easily influenced depending on, you know, power, money, et cetera. Yeah. And, and, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, laws can be broken by certain classes, by certain people. Right? 100%. So, uh, I, yeah. We already talked to the whole Maxwell thing. and Yeah. There's this infamous list out there. Why didn't that get out, right? By ex-presidents is my understanding that names on the list. and Let's add it to our list. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Actually. We have to add it, right? Why not? Okay, let's wrap this thing up, bud. Um, so I'm on the side. Hey, so I think. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's one of those things where it's bullshit the nine years. We don't agree with that. 100%. However, we don't agree with the hypocrisy clearly displayed by the WNBA, by the NBA, by the president, by doing this wrongly to 40,000 families that they've impacted because their loved ones are incarcerated for the same damn thing. I'd be pissed. <laughs> like, I don't think our opinion is wrong. Like, I, I, I think it's just... You don't think we, we towed the line? No, I, I think a lot of Americans would probably say, you know what, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I, you convinced me a couple of things. I didn't know that WNBA, NBA, I didn't know that was already illegal. Well, shit. Oh, yeah. I, that's, that's hypocrisy right there. Those guys shouldn't even be in the game. Out. They shouldn't be talking at all. Like anybody that is part of that or those organizations, they, they called it a justice miscarriage. Yeah, was their verb? Isn't it, what a weird verbiage? Yeah. Well, they're doing that for other reasons. I know. All of them done. You can't talk if you already think it's illegal in your organizations or you have rules. You can't talk. The organizations that you directly control. Uh, American government is illegal underneath your federal laws. Done. Your opinion your, is. Guess what? Doesn't matter. You already can't say anything either. So really the only people that should be talking about this is like the American people that, you know, maybe haven't voted on this or or have an opinion like me and Jared right here saying, you know what, guys? It's illegal in another country. They have their own rules. We believe in sovereignty. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. Yep. You have to respect their laws. 
just as like we, we would expect them to respect exactly. us. Exactly. Okay. Now, where we do have an opinion is the severity oh, of bullshit. the punishment. Complete bullshit. Exactly. Nine years is ridiculous. 100%. Oh my gosh. We we all agree. Do some community service. Pay a fine. Get the hell out of there. Pay, pay two million rubles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. what do you think, man? Anything else? No, I, th- I think it was a decent episode. I, I liked it. Yeah, it's fun. I think it's very relevant. Yeah. Very relevant. All right, thanks, guys. See ya.